You're listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. I'm a British robot lady. Enjoy the show. Hello? Yo! What's going on, man? Justin, what's up? How much, Joe? Um, got a question for you. Ah, uh, what do you got? Uh, have you seen the new Paranormal Activity? Yeah. I saw it. Uh, Next of Kin. Next of Kin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I watched it. What do you what, what what do you what do you think about this? I mean, yeah, it was okay. Um, I think that the they really kind of had like lightning in a bottle with the first one. Um, you know, even like honestly, like the first the first like two or three were pretty good. Um, I, yeah, I would say the first three. But the, the 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 first one sticks out in my mind, and I saw that I've seen that one the most. It's a great movie, you know. It just had that. It just had that magic that the other ones didn't have, you know. The first one, they just knew, you know, they just they, they nailed it. Yeah, you know, likable couple, you know, uh, just a real like relatable sort of feel to like their home and the way they were interacting with each other. Um, you know, like the voyeuristic aspect works obviously because everybody's kind of into just watching people be people, right? Um, right. And, uh, yeah, it was a real, like, slow burn, but uh, it had such a fucking great payoff, you know? Um, and I've seen it quite a few times. Uh, I, I love it every time. I think it's a great movie. This was a very far cry from that movie. I know there was quite a few in between. You know, you had, uh, was there four or five? There was f- five, there right? Was, there were six. No, no, no. Like, n- number-wise. There wasn't Paranormal Activity 6, was there? No, okay, so they they numbered them up to four. Right, okay, but then you had the, um, there was like those two spinoff movies that were somewhat related. No, there's there was one spinoff movie, uh, the marked one. The, the last one, uh, The Ghost Dimension, that is Paranormal Activity 5. It's not called Paranormal Activity 5, but it is Paranormal Activity 5. Uh, so the fifth one, it's um, like this family uh, finds a um, old like 80s uh, video recorder, like a camera, a camcorder, and they find all the uh, all these tapes from basically when Katie and Christy were kids. So from, okay. like around the time of the third movie. And basically, the activity begins again. <laughs> All right, I definitely didn't see that one. Um, yeah, that one, and that—that that was the last one. That one kind of closed out that storyline. What, Katie? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and it introduced time travel somehow. <laughs> there was there was a um there was another one that was um they, uh, they made a Japanese like um sequel did they yeah called uh tokyo night really i didn't yeah. know about this yeah yeah i don't know much about it um i know i just know it exists um because i was like super into these movies for a while and i was like trying to like just you know watch them all or whatever i didn't watch the ghost dimension um i think when i was kind of getting into them it wasn't out yet um and by the time it came out i was just kind of like just moving on to something else or just forgot about it but but there was yeah there was one called tokyo night it took place around the same time as the sequel because it was called paranormal activity 2 Tokyo Night. I mean, what? Well, what did I think of the new one? I like. I think it's a fucking far cry from the first one. I think it's. I think to call it Paranormal Activity is sort of like a stretch because I know that I read that there were some real subtle, like hidden connections, but I never would have picked up on them. Like I read about. I think you and I read about them. Yeah, I saw an article on uh, IGN that kind of put some pieces together. Um, basically, they're 
conclusion was that the uh, entity, whatever it was, the demon in this movie is Toby, but under a different name. Right, and like, why do I have to fucking do all that? Like, investigative work to watch a movie and like, connect the pieces. Like, this is like taking Fast and the Furious 1, a bunch of dudes, it's like a story about a bunch of dudes taking like, VHS players off the back of a truck. And then we get them in space. Like, they're, they're, it's, like, real, like, there's the real fucking gap between those two stories. Like, so for this, it was, like, real different from the original one. And also just stylistically, it was completely different. I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I just thought it was, like, whatever. But the whole time I'm watching, I'm like, why are they calling this a paranormal activity movie? Like, what's the connection? Right? It's like... Having, you know, a Nightmare on Elm Street movie where it's like, oh, yeah, the guys are getting killed in his dreams, but Freddy has nothing to do with it. You know what I mean? Like, I just right, thought it yeah. was strange. It's a film franchise. Like, I didn't see any connection to anything in the continuity at that point. So, I, I mean, I, I just... No, I, I just assumed... I waiting for it, too. Yeah, honestly. no, I just... I assume, I assume just cash grab, right? Like, I, I don't know. I mean, I would say sure, but, it, like, this movie's not even in theaters. It's on Paramount+. Plus. Well, yeah, but they still make money. I mean, like, if you watch it. Yeah, I guess. And I gotta tell you something, Mount. This wasn't, like, advertised on the site, like, on the main page. I had to dig for this movie. Really? It came right up for me. Nope. I had to fucking search for it. That is so weird. Because that came up, and then also, I guess, the, the documentary that I didn't even know was a thing. They made a documentary about the Paranormal Activity franchise. I didn't even see that. Yeah, that's that came right up, too. I haven't watched that yet, but I'm gonna. Oh, speaking of, not to get off... Not to get too off topic, but I did finish In Search of Darkness. Oh, you did? Yeah. yeah. I, I still have not finished it. It's taken me, what, two years now? <laughs> that's quite that's quite a viewing, there. Though, uh, quite a commitment you have. Yeah, I. Uh, it's good. It's, it's it's really good. I mean, I, I like the whole, like, you know, list, list-ish style of it by just going from, like, year to year in the decade, you know, and touching upon the major films of each year. Like, they had quite a few people uh, come back to do interviews, which is great, you know, and really cool to see. Yeah. And yeah. in the last podcast with the Halloween stuff, and I made that reference to Halloween 2 mimicking its own, like, slasher clones right and you're like oh i think uh, ebert said that you know um and you're like i don't remember where i heard that or where i saw that it was in this so you like saw oh, it, it in yeah that? yeah okay. yeah so you saw it recently yeah and i saw that i was just yeah. like oh i'm gonna look like an asshole i'm like i stole this off of somebody else but i didn't i didn't see that at that point but again not like a super unique thought there but uh yeah it was it was good i i, I enjoyed it i'm gonna watch the uh, second one and whenever the third one comes out I'll check that out too but they did a lot more. They did fucking uh, In Search of the Last Action Hero, which was like all 80s action movies. Oh, okay. They're, like the same style? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they, they have a second In Search of Darkness, obviously. They're doing a third one and In Search of Tomorrow, which is 80s sci-fi movies. So That's great. Yeah. I'll check them all out. I mean, they're, they're fun to watch, you know, in pieces, obviously. It's a lot like to sit down for four and a half hours is like, you know. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to sit down and watch all those documentaries, that's like a weekend of your life. Yeah, basically. And that's fine with me. Mm. But what I thought of it, I thought it was good um, for what it was, I guess. You know what I mean? I, I, You know, I always have a problem when you have like a found footage movie where there's like production value in it. Like there's... That's the, th- that's the only thing that really bothered <laughs> right. me about this movie. It was like, it was too slick. And there's like... It's, it's just... 
it looked too good. And there's like sound editing in the jump scares. Like, what the hell? Where'd that come from? Like, if it's found footage, like, why am I getting sound oh, effects? You're right. You know? And there's several times where like they're filming something and clearly there's no, it's not, a, it's not somebody's camera. It's just a, we're just getting like a camera view of it. That's not, that's not found footage. You know, um, there was quite a few uh, instances like that in the movie. So, you know, that like, it was kind of just like, all right, whatever. Like, not that I cared that much. It's just, like I said before, a far cry from the original and a far, and a far cry from like the style of those kind of movies. But like, it was like, you ever see, um, I believe it was Diary of the Dead, the George Romano flick. No, it was no, the same, it was like the same thing. A found footage zombie film, but there was like sound effects and music. And you're like, well, who edited this? <laughs> like, it doesn't make any right. sense. That was like kind of the, the running joke with it. And I felt like when I watched this, it made me think about that a lot. I was like, ah, eh, whatever. But like, I, I don't know. I thought like it looked like a fucking Resident Evil cutscene, uh, half the movie, you know, like especially towards the end, like this yeah. first person view of like fucking, you know, running and driving or whatever from like this mayhem that's going on of zombie Amish people or whatever. So it was fine. I mean, like, I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. I just thought it was okay. Um, You know, it kept my attention for however long it was, and then I'm just, like, kind of over it, you know? Yeah. What did you think? Um, I mean, I, I enjoyed it for the most part. Um, Again, I thought it was a little too slick-looking. Uh, it's a vast departure from the... really every other movie in the franchise, which I mean, that's fine. You want to do something different, do something different. And this was different. Um, it did some surprising things, spoilers, I guess for this movie, but it, it like, I'm, I was actually very surprised that like those two main characters survived this movie because the main characters never survived these movies. Yeah. I mean, we're led to believe that they don't, um, or might not because like, he gets in the cop car and, you know, we have the body-worn camera or well, well, the the cop car, f- like, video footage of him basically driving up the road to where they are. So, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, true. But, I don't, yeah, I guess we don't know what happened to them. Yeah, but uh, I, 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 I'm, I, I'm assuming there might be another one. Uh, but I don't know. Like, the movie tanked. Like, critically, it tanked. I don't know if anyone really ever watched it. Like, I don't, I don't think it did well at all. And, you know, probably because it was pitched a certain way and it had a name attached to it. It didn't really have the same kind of look and feel or quality to it, you know. Um, if it was called something right. else and marketed it as like, yeah. a little better. Yeah, like a, like a, an intense found footage film about like, you know, Amish people who like are really in a cult or whatever. Um, right. Maybe people would have just, you know felt a little differently about it but uh because it wasn't like you said it it was it was it was too polished and it was but like it was a good looking movie you know for the most part well yeah but it shouldn't be well i mean yeah yes and no right because i mean like we have pretty good quality cameras at this point um it's just that when you have like sound effects and music you know certain angles that just clearly weren't possible because like like another thing too is like like, why are you filming this, right? Like, I know we talked about it, like, once or twice before, but, like, a great example of, like, a really well-done found footage film is Wreck. There's moments where, like, they're using the camera to see in the dark because there's no lights, right? And that's why that's right. why they're using it. But, like, why are you filming a fight when with you have a camera in one hand and a weapon in the other hand? Just, like, put the camera down, you know? Like, right. it's just weird. Exactly. Right, it's weird shit like that. So, you know, like I said, like, I, I the, the vibe I got was, like, I was watching this, like, survival horror video game like cutscene, yeah. you know like it had that like that that feel to it it was just okay 
I, I don't know. I wouldn't really like if you're a paranormal activity fan, it's not really going to it's not really going to satisfy anything. Uh, especially in terms of like storyline for the series, right? Yeah, it, it, it just kind of does its own thing, which again is fine. But yeah. and if it was done well, then sure. But I don't know. I, I just thought it was okay, okay at best. Um, I will say th- there was one character in this movie that really annoyed me. It was the sound guy, and like you could literally like I don't know. Every time this guy was on screen or talking or doing anything, I could literally see the casting call description for that character as being a tj miller type <laughs> i was like the actual description <laughs> yeah, a, yeah just a tj miller type yeah yeah basically i mean all the characters meant nothing to me in this movie i didn't really um i didn't really feel oh no i could couldn't yeah, care less about any of them. i didn't give a shit about them but uh, yeah listen it was fine like it, like i said it was a fine movie um if you like found footage stuff and you don't mind the inconsistencies a little bit it doesn't really bother you then then watch it like it's it's you know it's it's got it's got some good moments, 100%, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think anyone's going to watch it and be like, oh, God, this is horrible. Or, oh, God, I can't believe I watched this. It's just, you know, it's just, like I said, it, it just it carries the name, and that was the confusing part of it, I think. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's nothing in here that's going to evoke any strong reactions, I think, from anybody either way. No, you just have to not care about those things, and I think you'll, you'll be fine with it. I walked into it thinking that, and then halfway through, I was like, all right, clearly this has nothing to do with that, and this is a very different type of movie, but whatever, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, Paranormal Activity. That was it. We uh, we watched a little more uh, Chucky. I got to tell you, man, I, I, every episode I watch, I'm, like, more and more into this show. Yeah, this is, this is just a surprisingly good show. You know, at first I kind of felt like, oh, if you're a fan of Child's Play, uh, the Child's Play series, or just Chucky or whatever, check it out. But I'm kind of in the camp now where I'm like, if you're a horror fan... It, it's a show to watch. Like, because even you can go into this without knowing shit about the Child's Play film series and enjoy it. I mean, you won't get as much out of it as a, someone that actually watches the other films and knows about, like, the story. But you could 100% enjoy it for just what it is. Like, if, if the bare bones knowledge you have is, oh, I know Chucky, he's like a doll possessed by a killer and he kills people. That's all you need, that, ammo-wise, to watch a show. Need. Yeah. That, that, yeah, you're right. That's that's all you really need. Um, You'll get more and, if you know, like, the mythology of the character and, this, and, and the other characters, 100%. But it's just a good show, man. Um, yeah, so we I didn't we, we didn't see the fourth episode because it just came out. But by the next podcast, uh, maybe we will. I mean, by the time this comes out, that fourth episode will be out already, obviously. But um, yeah. we, we did watch... We, we, we talked about the first one briefly. Um and then you and I watched episode two and three. Yeah, man, it's just it, it got better and better. Each episode got better and better. Um, That's exactly what's happening. Yeah, the show is getting better with every episode, and like now, I just like I can't wait to see what happens. Yeah. All right. So, um, I guess we'll just go into like the the story to this point real quick. It's kind of hard to talk about the first episode because it's very spoiler ish. But least amount of details as I can give, basically, you get our main character, uh, Jake, Jake Wheeler. Uh, and we talked about him before. He's a real likable kid, a uh, high school kid who basically, um, he's into making, like, doll sculptures or whatever. He's, like, you know, a little, little, little strange. And uh, he winds up getting Chucky at, like, a yard sale, basically, right? That's, like, he picked him up at, like... Yeah, he picks him up at a yard sale. And there is there is an interesting Easter egg in that yard sale episode. Um, if you look in the background of that scene, you can actually see Tiffany. Oh, okay. 
Well, we, we know she's in it, you know. Um, that's not a secret, but yeah, I didn't know that she was in it. No, but she's not like prominently featured in that scene. She hasn't been prominently featured at all up to this point. Um, but Tiffany is in the background of that episode of that scene at the yard sale. So right. I'm guessing that's how it all got there. Okay, sure. And um, his father, who's played by um, Devin Sawa. Devin Sawa. Yeah, he's a real piece of shit, you know, kind of abusive dad, uh, both physically and mentally, I guess. Um, he has a twin brother, obviously same actor. They're identical twins. Right. Um, and uh, the brother has a son named um, Junior. Junior, yeah. And Junior he, Wheeler. Yeah, and he's kind of like the antagonist, I guess. Because he's like he, he bullies Jake. They're not like they're not like close family. He kind of bullies him, makes fun of him, stuff like that. Makes fun of him for being gay and whatnot. And uh, so Jake's father, uh, he winds up dying uh, in the first episode. And Jake basically goes and lives with his uncle, who's again same actor, uh, Logan. I think his name is right. Um, so, uh, he's living with his aunt and uncle and then, uh, his cousin Junior. Junior's girlfriend, Lexi, is also, like, a big bully. And so, you know, in the first... Oh, Lexi's such a bitch. Yeah, she's, she's, she's fucking something else. But, you know, you got, um, him living in this very awkward situation because he's living with basically, like, his high school bully. He's got, like, a crush on this kid, Devin, who's, like, uh, a podcaster. <laughs> um. He liked Devin. Just real, you know, salt of the earth kind of kid. <laughs> uh, but so, he also has like a horror theme podcast. He does, yeah, it's yeah. True, it's it's true crime, yeah, it's true crime. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that's that's Jake's crush. So basically, um, and then that's basically the first episode. It's a lot of introductions, but it's done really well. We talked about that last two podcasts ago, I think. But the second episode takes place on Halloween, which is cool. Um, and it's a Halloween yeah, party. And it's not a whole lot going on. Um, it's just a lot of, um, it's just a lot more like character development, um, world building, you know. Uh, Which, by the way, is one of the things I really love about the, sh- the show. Yes. It, it really takes its time uh, to set up the characters, to set up the town of Hackensack. They're doing maybe the best work that any Chucky anything has done. Yeah. Oh, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's a different tone. Than any of the other stuff for the most part, but it works, I think, the best. It walks that fine line between the more serious, like Child's Play One Chucky, and like the more comedic, basically everything from Brian to Chucky onward. His personality, yeah, but the story itself and how they like execute it is what I think makes it like miles ahead of anything that they've done before. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Um, because now they have all this time to develop the story yeah, and to yeah. develop the characters. Right. Right. Um, and it's never boring. Like some people said that like they thought the second episode was kind of boring cause it wasn't like going on, but I never felt that way. It's no, me neither. No, it's an, it's a show where I'm always kind of like, oh shit, it's almost over. Like I, I, I don't want it to be over where a lot of things I watch, I'm just kind of like, all right, is this done? I just kind of want to say I watched it and just move on, you know? But I don't feel that way with the show. I look forward to it quite a bit. But yeah, in this Halloween party, basically, like the main thing that happens, and it resonates throughout the next episode, is that Lexi dresses up as Jake's father for Halloween and like puts on a show in front of everybody mimicking how he died. Like she's just a fucking... he was electrocuted, by the way. We can say that. Yeah, he was electrocuted. So she's off. So. Oh, she's the fucking worst. I hate this bitch so much. Yeah, so she... Well, I do and I don't. Ah, uh, I don't know. She. Yeah, I mean, but like, 
she does a lot of she's she's done like a lot of other things that were really shitty too like you know um and i don't know like where her redemption is yet you know we let we leave off in episode three where i don't know if she's gonna make it um but i, I don't know like, i don't i don't like see like, i don't really have i know they tried to kind of make us feel bad for her a little bit didn't work for me though no i mean they kind of like started planting the seeds of why she is the way she is and yeah. obviously she's like attention starved that's mm-hmm. that's her whole thing you know her, she's got uh, a little sister who is uh somewhere on the autism spectrum yeah and her little sister has like fixated on this chucky doll that's part of the third episode basically and she yeah. and she wants this doll jake has it so you know um she basically begs jake for it now <laughs> chucky is like yeah Give me to her because I'm going to kill her for you because she's garbage person, you know? And that's... Right. Chucky, Chucky has taken a real liking to to, uh, to Jake. Right. But we're starting to understand why a little bit, I think, because we get a backstory to uh, Charles Lee Ray in pieces. Because yeah. every episode shows us a little bit about his every childhood. Episode, yeah. And the third episode, that they show a lot. And I don't want to give away what happens, but no. I think what happened to him as a kid is being mirrored. And, and by the way, I don't know, like, uh, if you felt the same way about this, but, like, I love all those scenes where it's just <laughs> Chucky and Jake talking in the room, right? Like, each of them those on a bed. Those are my favorite scenes. Right, right. Each of them on a bed with that, that window in the middle of them. Like, it's just like yeah. this, like, this, like, therapy session almost between the two of them. Right. And it's always framed, like, you know, in, that, in this one room, the same way with the window. And, like, just this doll, like, laying lifeless on the floor but talking to him and him sitting on the bed. And they're just going back and forth, and it's they're great scenes. They're great fucking scenes. This is what I'm saying. Like the show has so much to offer. It's got a great story. It's got a great look to it. Um, the world building the cast is, is awesome. phenomenal. They are, and I don't really know any of these kids because, like, I've never seen them in anything no, like that. These, but they're these are all new up and coming actors, and they're actual kids. They're great, man. Yeah, they don't look like twenty something year old people in high school. They're they're high school age kids. Um, right. They're fucking great. You know. Um, the people that aren't likable are horrible, and the people that are are likable. You know, it's 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 really uh, it has impressed me more and more every time I see a new episode. So uh, honestly, I'm just I, I'm in the, like I said before, I'm in the the camp where if you're a horror movie fan, you gotta watch it. It's like mandatory. It's great, great, great show. And yeah, honestly, I cannot recommend this show enough. It's it's just so good. It's better than it has any right to be. Yeah. And one of the things that um, I really love about it is that, and I think I talked about this last time too, but it, it's it's worth repeating because I'm, I'm kind of going somewhere with it, is that it's, um, you know, it's week to week, right? You're not binging it. So I, uh, I always feel like you remember that stuff better. And you and I talked about that already. Um, you know, and, 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 and this is why, right? Cause you and I have talked about this through text. Now we're talking about it on the podcast. I've had a week to think about it. You know, I've watched clips, you know, for, you know, making of the episode or, you know, like people talking about the episode. So like, I'm focused on an episode at a time, you know, I'm remembering every fucking episode, not like I do when I binge watch something, you know, and I appreciate that more too. And, um, yeah, absolutely. yeah. It, and it's also following, <laughs> Because the, because of, I don't know if they did it intentionally or not. I mean, maybe they did. Um, but it's like following time, like the, the current time, basically. Like you had, you know, your first episode was, you know, right before Halloween. 
that was kind of the setting in the episode. Second episode was on Halloween. It was basically like right the week before. Now we're kind of like, you know, we get, we could tell we're ramping up towards the holidays, you know, um, or like right. Thanksgiving, Christmas. So like it's kind of following in suit of the kids are basically in the same like, you know, time and season as we are watching it, which is. So it's almost like it's happening right now which is kind of how like sitcoms worked right like when we would watch those like back in like the 90s like friends whatever was always like the christmas episodes were on christmas you know thanksgiving episodes on thanksgiving halloween new year's eve whatever like it just followed the seasons if it was cold out they had jackets on you know what i mean um you know if it was january uh february march they were wearing winter clothes if it was the summer episodes they were wearing you know they were at a beach like so you know that was kind of how tv worked right when you had episodes on of a show all the time they were in the same season you were watching it in for the most part. So that's what this is doing too. They got a lot of old TV uh, viewing sort of uh, mechanisms in there. And that's another thing that's subtle that I love about it. So yeah, I, I, I can't really talk enough about how good it is. The fucking, um, the shot in the cemetery, when he went to the cemetery, the kid, in uh, the third episode. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was a be- this beautiful shot in the cemetery at night. Like it was just... The look of the show is just fantastic like it's it's almost flawless like i don't know who the cinematographer for the show is but they're doing the job <laughs> they're doing the job very well yeah you know and i'm not really like i haven't watched a sci-fi channel show slash usa because it's like co-parented by these two companies um yeah. but uh all i do is like think of like iron zeering shark movies and <laughs> like that's what that is that channel has given me over the years right but, uh, and, the show obviously has some money. Like yeah, they, they they spend some money on this because it's it's very good looking and like it's like Chucky is for the most part. I don't know if they use any CGI. I haven't noticed any on yet. him. I haven't noticed any either. But man, does he ever look good? Yeah, he looks great. You know, the last episode that we saw, episode three, they, they, there's this this party at Lexi's house. You know, he kind of, uh, Chucky does his thing. You know, he goes to town um, on uh, a couple of kids. And it leaves us at a cliffhanger. And an amazing shot of Chucky just laughing like a maniac. With the fire burning behind With the fire burning in the the fucking room. And us not knowing if he's going to kill this girl or not yet. You know, which is... And anything goes in this show, like, because it's kind of proven that to us so far. They're, no one's safe, you know? So they, they've been pretty great with that so far. So I, I really don't know where it's going. I have seen previews for the next episode where Chucky's face is basically half burned, you know, obviously from the fire. Um, but I, I don't know anything about the episode yet, but I'm really excited to see it. You know, like... The- I, I, I was able to watch... I think the first half of the fourth episode. Oh, okay. You got to see a little bit of it. I did not. I got to see a little bit of it. Okay. Um, yeah. Don't say anything to me. Tru- I'm not gonna say a word. Yeah. I'm not gonna say a word. But it's good. It's very yeah. good. Yeah. No, I'm not surprised. You know, the thing about it is, is that he, you know, uh, basically planned this as like an eight episode series. So they are they obviously, you know, they have their their, you know their whole story planned out they know where it's going and being that it's not that long it's pretty you know it's pretty short um you know they were able to sort of like put all their eggs in a basket with it you know and like really make each episode you know a big big production you know literally so um and we're getting that hands down you know uh so yeah yeah i'm just looking forward to you know it's funny for me i thought the draw of the show was going to be those original cast members we haven't even really gotten them back. yet. Yeah. They, yeah, they haven't showed up yet. 
they haven't showed up yet. I don't even care. I, I, I do. It's, I felt the exact same way. I'm like, I was like, I know they got these people to come back. I could care less. Like, I was like, I, this, this is working for me on its own. I'm excited to see where it's going to go, though, with them, you know? Um, because I, I can't imagine what the need is for those characters. It's like you, it sounds like you got a good story just right here with this little world that they have. Um, so I, I, knowing that, see, I thought at first, like, knowing that stuff was like kind of like a little spoilerish. And I'm like, ah, well, maybe they're just trying to draw in a more of an audience, you know, um, because they were afraid maybe no one's going to really watch it because it was on, an, you know, a network that has to kind of be tamer than most. Uh, which, which they, by the way, it's not. It's not. No, they gave them. <laughs> they gave them fucking uh, an allowance of fucks, basically, uh, so they could say x amount of fucks per episode, and they use them all. I mean, sometimes they use oh, yeah. in the beginning, like previously on fucking Chucky, you know, <laughs> like whatever. They right. they they <laughs> they definitely use their uh, their allotted fucks, one hundred percent. I don't know if people kind of had that thought. I mean, I guess I did to a degree. I, still, I was still always going to watch it. But, you know, uh, I was a little apprehensive about if it was going to be anything worth talking about. I didn't think it was going to be anywhere near as good as it is. Yeah, you know, I think they kind of put a lot out there to possibly get a crowd. I mean, I, I hope they do have a crowd. Because, yeah, uh, I think they do. I think it's absolutely worth it. No, I know, I, I know reviews on this are up there, and I think the viewership is pretty good, too. I thought that maybe knowing all this stuff was a little spoilerish, but it's not at all. Like, I still don't know where it's going. Uh, knowing that no. these characters are involved is it means nothing at this point. So, uh, like, I, I, I don't even want to guess what's going to happen. I just want to enjoy it as it happens. You know what I mean? Because I'm, I've been like, I'm, like I said before, and I can't say enough. I just, I love every episode, and it makes me like the show more and more every time I watch it. Yeah, it, it keeps you coming back, and that, that's what the best TV does. Yeah. So I think everything that like I've kind of seen last month, this has been the standout thing. Like as far as new things go. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, like movie. I, I haven't seen anything new that's that's kind of drawn me in like this has. Right, movies, shows, everything in October, like horror related. You know, I'm, I'm just talking about horror stuff. I think this is pretty much yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes, and uh, I definitely want to keep talking about the episodes with you. So we'll, we'll just, you know, we'll squeeze in um, whatever episodes we can uh, while we, you know, uh, while we, you know, do the next couple episodes uh, of the show. Maybe at some point, like once the show has completely wrapped, we could do uh, like a whole uh, spoiler, uh, spoiler-filled review of the series as a whole. Yeah, we could do that. I think the people would I love think that. that could be fun. The people would love it. <laughs> The people would love the that. People. The people would love that. Uh, or, or they want uh, episodes about, uh, you know, uh, other stuff. Serial. It's coming. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, all right. Well, I guess that's it for now. I don't really have anything else, do you? No, I'm good, man. Yeah. So, um, we'll uh, catch you guys next week. And, uh, all right, guys. All right, dude. Peace. Later. Next week on Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. Like, one year after the other, you had all these, like, weird things that were going on with the cereal. And Booberry, you know, was also successful, because that, that's been around for quite a while. Now, I have a theory, Justin. Okay. All right. Let's hear it. I have a theory about, like, so Booberry's a ghost, right? My, yeah. I have a theory about who he is the ghost of and who fucking killed him. Oh, <laughs> 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 shit. You know what? Let's hear it. Hey guys, if you like what you're hearing, please subscribe to our podcast on Spotify and Apple iTunes. Also, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter, and that's at Sexy Vamp Teeth.
We also have Instagram at the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast. And if you want to follow Justin, all you That's need to me. do. Whoa, you're still on the phone? Uh, I very rarely ever hang up. Tell the people where they could follow you, Justin. Well, if you want to follow me on Facebook, you can find me as Justin Tong. If you want to follow me on Instagram, you can find me jtong81. And if you want to follow me on Slasher, the horror-based social media site, you can find me at Sexy Vampire Teeth Pod. And if you want to follow me on social media, you can't. I'm off the stuff. So if you guys want updates on the show, please follow us on our social media sites. And make sure to tune in every Monday night for a new episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and good night. So long, everybody. You've been listening to the Sexy Vampire Teeth Podcast.